Thanks for dropping into the Airdrop Show. My name is Caleb. On the internet, I go by Phosphorus. The Airdrop Show is a show for NFT enthusiasts, artists, and creators alike who are eager to find the next big thing and want to get behind the scenes and what's happening in NFTs. Today, we have a very special episode. I feel like I should do these every so often. Today, we're getting a What is Stacks episode. Stacks is a blockchain that helps bring new use cases to Bitcoin, like smart contracts, DeFi, you name it, you got it. Of course, to do any of this stuff, to get to jump into Web3, you need a crypto wallet. So we're doing one of these beginner episodes. And so I thought the best person to talk about Stacks and wallets would be Ken Lau from Xverse. Ken is the CEO of Xverse, which is a currently a mobile wallet for Stacks. And today we're going to go over one, what is Stacks? And two, we're going to talk about why Xverse developed a mobile wallet first. And three, we're going to talk about all the cool things you can do inside the app, like stacking. That's a new thing for me. That's something that you can do with Stacks and Bitcoin and all this other stuff. So with all that said, let's drop in. Ken, you want to just introduce yourself? So my name is Ken. I'm a CEO of Xverse, and I've been working in crypto since 2017. So I started crypto by joining Blockstack. I worked on the first Stacks wallet and the developer tooling that most people are using today to connect with Stacks and building you know, applications and smart contracts on Bitcoin. And I started Xverse last year. And uh, at the time, you know, there wasn't really a good mobile wallet for Stacks. So that's where I kind of chose to start. And, uh, you know, given my experience working on the first Stacks wallet, I think it was the right choice for me. We launched our app on iOS and Android, and we're looking to launch a desktop version very soon. You brought up a great point. I think it's like Stacks, uh, which is just another blockchain, right? Cryptocurrency. Its whole goal is to build on top of Bitcoin. I remember hearing about Bitcoin, you know, probably a decade ago, and it was this cryptographic currency that people mine. Could you just real quick tell us like, what is Bitcoin and why is Bitcoin so important? So I think, you know, most people know Bitcoin as the OG. And I think Bitcoin is uh, one of the most important innovations that we have in recent times. And uh, I think it's revolutionary, not only for its qualities as a decentralized, trustless, uh, hard money, but also in that it's really changing how humans organize and coordinate. And I think despite being kind of like the oldest blockchain, Bitcoin is still the most secure and reliable blockchain. And that, that's why Stacks is built on top of Bitcoin. And it's still the crypto, cryptocurrency with the largest market cap and the, most, the largest number of holders. Um, I think Crypto.com did an estimate last year, and they found that there are currently over 170 million Bitcoin holders versus about 30 million Ethereum holders, right? So you know, in, in addition to uh, just being a really good store of value, um, I think it's really important for the future of Bitcoin that we unlock new use cases for you know, these hundreds of millions of Bitcoin holders. And this is what Stacks is, uh, and Xverse is doing uh, by bringing Web3 to Bitcoin. Yeah, it's important to unlock new use cases for Bitcoin. Because right now, Bitcoin is, I think, 
the narrative is it's a store of value, right? It's like a, a hedge against inflation. It's a place to put your money, especially if you're changing countries or you're having to leave or flee or do something like that. Why is it important that we unlock other use cases? So, you know, right now, all the attention on Bitcoin is focused on the use case as store of value and payments. Um, but there hasn't really been many of what you would consider applications or assets that's, that's built on Bitcoin compared to Ethereum, where most of the value of the network is in the assets and applications that's already built on top of it. Um, so Stacks is bringing expressive smart contracts to Bitcoin, uh, which enables Web3 applications to be built on Bitcoin. So Bitcoin was kind of the original uh, smart contract platform, um, just native Bitcoin, but that type of smart contract is actually very limited. So you wouldn't be able to build something like a NFT marketplace or a decentralized exchange network. I think in the beginning, people have tried to do that and they realized that it's just not possible. And that's why I think uh, other layer one blockchains like Ethereum uh, and others uh, came to being. You know, with Stacks bringing this expressive smart contract platform to Bitcoin, things like NFT marketplaces, uh, decentralized exchange networks, DeFi, and everything can now be built on Bitcoin. And Bitcoin is a much bigger market for these Web3 applications because it is the largest cryptocurrency by a number of holders. And that number is actually growing much faster than Ethereum. So just referencing the same Crypto.com report that I, I uh, mentioned earlier, number of Bitcoin holders actually grew by something like 30% in the second half of last year compared to Ethereum, which only saw a mere 1% growth. Now, you can probably explain the, the slow growth in Ethereum by uh, the rise of you know other layer ones like Solana, uh, Cardano, and other blockchains. Um, but I think Bitcoin is still kind of like the very first crypto that most people come into contact with. And for a lot of these people, they, they, they have Bitcoin and then they realize, oh, so if I wanted to use, use it for Web3, uh, maybe like buy a NFT, you can't really do that. You have to go and get Ethereum or uh, Solana, right? So when Stacks brings expressive smart contracts to Bitcoin, all, the, all of these things can be done with Bitcoin. So users don't have to, you know, go to Ethereum or another blockchain in order to, in order to do that. Um, and I also think that with Bitcoin being used far more for store of value and payments, I think it's going to spawn many new Web3 use cases that currently don't exist or is viable on Ethereum. New use cases for Bitcoin, not viable on Ethereum. What, if you could speculate... Maybe what are you kind of thinking? And that that was a loaded sentence there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I don't you know I don't have any predictions that I can I can make, but um, I think for sure you know people don't really or I don't think anyone is really working on things that uh, let you say pay for coffee using your Ethereum because you know Ethereum really is a is fuel for smart contracts that's running on Ethereum. And I don't think, you know, people envisioned it to be kind of like a method of payment, whereas Bitcoin is primarily a store of value and, you know, people want to use it for payments and you know, with things like lightning. Right. So I think 
just just this angle is going to unlock a whole new class of applications and use cases, which you know currently is just not really viable on Ethereum. Okay, yeah, that makes a lot of sense because the whole narrative with Bitcoin is that it is this new way of transferring money back and forth and lots of very smart devs are working on how to make that accessible and as easy as possible. Um, so everything can just be on top of Bitcoin. You almost have then like your own little Bitcoin nation of people that accept and use this in this in this trustless way. That's uh, that's yeah. interesting. My question is, why did you start with the mobile wallet first? Because when I got into this this game here, everything was desktop. It was like <laughs> it felt like before I had a mobile phone, right? I, all we had was desktops, right? You used to build your own computer, so you have this thing. And now with with our phones, everything's on our phone. We kind of like forgot about the computer, and now I'm moving my way back onto the computer in order to do this Web three stuff. Um, so I'm interested. I almost felt like the mobile phone was almost a little taboo again. So why did you start on mobile? We started with mobile first because mobile is more than half of web traffic, right? So just we'll be able to reach more users right off the bat. And I think mobile wallets are just as good now uh, in terms of user experience compared to desktop wallets, right? And uh, it might even be better for certain use cases like uh, NFTs, right? For for example, one of the emerging use cases for NFTs is uh, ticketing and token gated events where the interaction happens in real life at physical venues. So a mobile wallet will make the most sense here because you can't take your laptop or desktop computer to a physical venue and uh, you know scan QR codes. It just doesn't work, right? Um, and I think we're seeing that happen more and more with physical events. Um, and then also, I think in terms of security, uh, I think people have this misconception that mobile wallets are less secure compared to desktop wallets. Um, but in fact, every modern smartphone comes with like a secure enclave processor, which is a purpose-built chip that makes sure that private keys stored within the phone cannot be extracted. And if the developers take full advantage of that, it makes the wallet incredibly safe. Yeah, that's always the fear, right? The fear is that my secret key, and we'll get into what all this means, that my secret key will you know, be used on my phone. And if somebody hacks my Apple ID, right, that stores all my passwords, they get that and then poof, there goes all my assets because someone has my secret key. But what you're saying is that if the apps use the chip, that won't happen, right? Or it's less yeah. likely to happen. Yeah. And if you if you look at you know how hacks happen today, a lot of it is you know just social engineering, right? Right. It doesn't matter how secure your wallet is. If you get tricked into giving somebody your seed phrase, then even the most secure wallet is not going to save you. And we've seen a lot of the attacks that happened. For example, there was recently there was a, a kind of hack that was, um, I think, on Discord, where uh, the hackers tricked people into opening the kind of the, the source for their Discord app and while they're sharing screen. And the hacker essentially looked at there's a, a key in there, which they took. 
and they were able to log into their Discord account. And they, I think they used it to hack uh, some of the admin users of certain crypto Discord groups. And then from there, they were able to you know, trick some of the users into giving them their secret key or sending them crypto. So in that case, I don't think you know, wallet security is going to help you. Mm. Uh, and, and some of the other examples of hacks, like for, for example, uh, Solana and the Slope Wallet, which was, I think, a few weeks back, is not even a very sophisticated hack. Basically, the developers made a mistake and they sent the users private keys to a third party as part of their uh, analytics data. And essentially, somebody had access to that account, the third party service account, and they were able to see the, the private keys and you know, were able to lift the funds away from users' wallets. Golly. Yeah, so much of this, the hacks is just social engineering and getting you to give your secret key away, which is why it's so important to keep that secret and safe. Um, I'm going to ask the dumb question now. I'm not afraid to ask the dumb question, but we, can we bring it all the way back? I was talking to somebody about all this and they're like, wait, I need a wallet. What's a wallet? I buy my crypto on Coinbase. And I was like, well, technically you don't own that. That's Coinbase owns your money and just allocates that to you. Could you go into like, what is a crypto wallet and why it's important that we, you have your own? So essentially cryptocurrency, you prove that you own your address or your funds by having a private key. So think of it as a password that only you know and nobody else knows. And just with the password, you have access to your funds. And a wallet, all it does is it holds that password or a secret key or private key for you in a secure way. And when you want to make transactions, you have to use that key to sign the transactions and then broadcast them to the network. Now, if you lose that key to somebody, they will be able to access your funds and there's nothing you can do about it because uh, cryptocurrencies are decentralized. There's no you know, police or bank that can reverse transactions for you. So it's really important that the private key stays on your device and nobody else can see it. So the difference between a wallet and Coinbase or an exchange like Coinbase is that wallets are non-custodial, meaning that only you, the person that has the private key or C phrase, can access those funds. Whereas on Coinbase, they are essentially holding it for you, kind of like a bank. And when you want to withdraw, you know they will withdraw from their account or wallet to a wallet that you own or to another exchange. So they can basically say, well, you know, we think you're doing something illegal, so we're going to ban you and we're going to stop you from withdrawing your funds. Um, or, you know, they might not even have proof that you're doing something bad and they will be able to freeze your funds. And the, this, you know, the common saying is that not your keys, not your crypto, right? So it's really encouraged in the blockchain space or in crypto for you to self-custody your funds using you know, non-custodial wallets like Xverse. So when people get into to get into NFTs and Web3 and DeFi, it's important that they need their own wallet to access this, right? Yeah. So Xverse is more than just a wallet for Stacks. We're, we're a Bitcoin wallet first. Uh, and as you know, Stacks is building on top of Bitcoin. Uh, 
being a smart contract platform that's built on top of Bitcoin. And the innovation with Stacks is that there is a unique consensus mechanism called proof of transfer. So proof of transfer is a way to anchor the transactions that happen on the Stacks blockchain onto Bitcoin and essentially share the same amount of security that Bitcoin has. So in this proof of transfer uh, consensus mechanism, the miners of Stacks tokens who are also building the new blocks in the blockchain, they are transferring Bitcoin to a set of you know, random addresses, right? In order to win blocks. And by doing that, the stackers who lock up their stacks tokens are on the receiving end of those of that Bitcoin that the miners send out. And this is where um, they're able to earn a yield by holding stacks tokens. And we call that we call that stacking. And right now, if you lock up your stacks tokens, you can earn approximately 10% yield based on the value of your stacks. Uh, and that is paid in native Bitcoin. So uh, it's actual Bitcoin on-chain transactions to your Bitcoin wallet. And the, the whole system is part of the consensus mechanism of Stacks and it's non-custodial. So you're not at risk of losing your tokens. And both the miners and the stackers together, they help secure the network to make sure that uh, the transactions are correct. No one is trying to cheat the system and everything is settled on the Bitcoin chain. Okay, let me see if I can get this. I'm just trying to repeat this back. So how Stacks works is there people that make new blocks are taking their Bitcoin and putting it into Stacks. And if you lock up your Stacks, like a certain amount of the token, Stacks, um, calling it stacking, which is very nice and convenient because um, it all kind of makes sense, you can receive passive Bitcoin That's as right. a result of just locking up your stacks. And you can do that all within the wallet. Yes. So Xverse makes it super easy to do that. Uh, you can basically start stacking in just a few taps on your phone. Uh, we recently launched the ability to purchase stacks tokens within the app. So you, know, you can just download the app, purchase the minimum amount, which right now is 100 stacks tokens, and go through the process to delegate to uh, our stacking pool. And uh, once the transaction is confirmed, you would be receiving the reward uh, within the next two week cycle. Wow, okay, that's really cool. So with the wallet, you can buy stacks, you can change, I guess, whatever, buy it in USD. You can buy with USD, euros, or th there's you know a lot of currencies that you can use to purchase crypto. Perfect. So you don't need to go to Coinbase to go buy a bunch of stacks or go to Binance to do that. You can just do it right in the app with a click of your finger. That's right. Perfect. And then you can put that money away. You can play with that money on NFT marketplaces or other DeFi platforms that are being built all the time now as people are, are rushing to get more use cases to Bitcoin and get more people using so we can have this giant network effect and unlock the liquidity that is in Bitcoin. So yeah, that's that's, right. that's really cool. So if I'm brand new to crypto or NFTs, I've downloaded Xverse because I'm pumped. What are like top three things I need to know about 
the app, about using this. Um, one of the big things I'm thinking about is your seed phrase. What do you, how do, how do you do this in, in the right way? Yeah. So when you first download Xverse, we will show you your seed phrase, which is randomly generated. And we ask you to basically store the seed phrase securely because we don't have access to your seed phrase. You only see it when you set up the wallet. And if you don't back it up and you lose it, then you will lose access to your funds, right? So we ask users to write it down on a piece of paper and basically store it in a location that's secure and can't be accessed by anyone else, uh, just as a backup. In case you know you lose your phone or something happens to your app, you won't have access to your funds again. Okay? And then once you have backed it up, we recommend you to explore some of the applications that are uh, built on Stacks, secured to Bitcoin right now. Some of the top applications right now are NFTs, decentralized exchanges, DeFi, or stacking. So with NFTs, you can go to one of the marketplaces for Bitcoin secure NFTs, for example, gamma.io. And if you wanted to stake your tokens and earn a yield, you can go to Alex, which is a DeFi platform built on Bitcoin through Stacks or Arcadico, which is another decentralized exchange platform. So there's, so there's a lot to do on the app, buy things, all from the safety and security of your mobile phone, right? You can just be out and about and doing things. You don't have to rush to your computer in order to get a mint or place a, you know, a, a, a bid on an auction. You can do that all remotely on your mobile phone, just like you do everything else. That's right. Yeah. Wow. That's, it's so freeing. It's a little bit scary. <laughs> yeah. We, we've had users uh, tell us or tweet us that, you know, it's, it's dangerous now that they can just be anywhere and they hear about an NFT drop and they can just participate in it and spend a lot of money no matter where they are. Yeah, it almost takes yeah, it almost takes away a layer of uh I guess caution because you can just ape into anything at any point now because it's just right on your phone. I think it's really cool. I think mobile wallets are definitely the future as everything is mobile currently. Um and this is one of the first big applications for stacks that I've seen on a mobile wallet. It's much easier to get somebody in to NFTs to Web3. If you can just say, hey, just download this on your phone. You have your phone, right? Just do this. And you guys made it super easy. And I just want to thank you for that. You did say you had a, a desktop wallet coming soon. I do so much work just on my computer as is. It's nice to be also have a desktop wallet to access my funds there. Do you have a I don't want to push you on this, but is there like a timeline where you where you're shooting for a desktop application as well? Yeah, we're we're looking to release the beta version in the next couple of months. So, yeah, stay tuned. Yeah, there we go. All right, if somebody's ready to get started with Xverse, what do they do? If you want to explore Xverse, go to xverse.app, our website, where you can download the app right now for iOS and Android. And uh, you can check out some of the uh, applications that are available right now in through the in-app browser. Uh, or you can go to stacks.co to check out the apps. 
and uh, you know can get yourself an NFT or you know start stacking. Awesome. Yeah, we'll have all the links in the description if you're wanting to get started and you, to be honest, need a mobile wallet. I think it's really nice to be able to just have something on the go so you don't miss out on your favorite NFT drops, your favorite artists putting out new work, or you're ready to stack some stacks. I think that that's awesome. Also with Xverse, you can just, if you already have a stacks wallet, you can just insert your secret key into the Xverse wallet and you can bring up all your old your funds in your wallet, right? That's right. Yes. Perfect. That sounds really easy to do. So I've, if you're ready, now is the time. Just go ahead and hit the link and let's get started. Ken, thanks so much for explaining all of that and just going through that all with us. I'm excited to see how this all grows and works and have people in the network. Yeah, it's my pleasure. Thanks for hanging out with us. If you want to download the Experts app, there's a link obviously in the description. Go, go check it out. Also, if you can follow us on Twitter, say what's up. I really appreciate that. And I look forward to hearing from you. Thanks for dropping in. This is Phosphorus signing off.